You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got another great episode for you today as I get the opportunity to check in with the anchor group. Larry Williams is here and so is Maya Anderson. I'm going to hear from both of them about what the anchor group has been up to. Sounds like they've been winning some awards out here and getting recognition for their much desired and needed work. So I'm so glad that they're both in the building today. But of course, it is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Go ahead. Tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch us, we do have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whichever one is your favorite. Uh, Just search for uh, Converge Media and the day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Well, uh, with no further ado, I got the CEO of the Anchor Group, Larry Williams, in the building. It's been a minute. What's up, Larry? How are you? Hey, Trey. Happy Friday. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Now, I I, got to ask you, you know, you (laughs) came on before. We talked a bit about your history. But for those who may not know what you do uh, and what the Anchor Group does, give us some background. Well, Trey, uh, number one is that... uh, I'm a Georgia boy, so I grew up in a little small town, Waynesboro, Georgia, and that's about 20 minutes from the Augusta National where they play the Masters golf tournament. So, uh, but I came to Seattle in uh, 1970. I'm kind of dating myself a little bit here. Mm. But uh, the the story is that uh, I came out here to attend Seattle University, Mm. and uh, I met my wife, fell in love, and, you know, we've been married for 51 years since wow. then. Wow, yeah. But, but uh, about Anchor, I started Anchor uh, in September 1982, mm. and at, right there on the corner of uh, 51st Street and Rainier Avenue, right there in the valley. And we were there for about two and a half years before we moved downtown to Fifth uh, and Union Street. And that's when Anchor really was popping and doing the things. We had clients like the Washington State Lottery, Washington State Division of Tourism, uh, 7-Eleven Store, Sears. We were really doing it. And, um, you know, it, it was a great, we, we grew so fast, Trey, that every time we got it, one client, another one came on board. 7-Eleven liked our work so much that they asked us to go down to California and take over their black marketing down there. Because what we always focused on was when we started, Trey, it was black and minority. Back mm-hmm. in those days, it was minority, not people of color or anything mm-hmm. like that, right? But, you know, the, our focus was always on black. And, you know, I, I'm happy that we stayed that way because now black is what it's all about, right, mm-hmm. in marketing. And if you carve out a niche in communications, you'll always have a job. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we carved out the black uh, niche and now we're um, 
uh, have clients like Eli Lilly Company, uh, the, the Washington State Department of Health, uh, the, the uh, Energy Trust of Oregon, m major companies. But if you see a theme here, it's like we won the award for our campaign, We Could We Consider. Okay, and that, you know, uh, Converge was a part of that campaign. We did a town hall meeting right here in this studio uh, for that uh, campaign. But you know, we were very adamant with DOH and uh, our partner agency C plus C that we needed to have black folks involved all along the way. Well, that's really important. I think that's a key marker to how you've been able to really carve that niche out, as you said, in the advertising world and industry, which we know is predominantly male and white. And <laughs> oftentimes there is this uh, need for them to try to find connection because they know that black dollars are heavily circulated in yes. major brands and black folks drive culture and black what black folks buy drive certain cultures. So there's a lot of data that has come out to be able to connect the dots, I think, for folks in the advertising industry that means that folks really are needing your expertise of what you provide at the anchor group uh, now I want to learn more about this award because you, you <laughs> just got this award tell us more about the the body who gave you the award I see it here uh, is it the PR uh, uh, week yeah, uh, PR awards week. 2023 best in public it, sector it, 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 uh, it says winner Washington State Department of Health C plus C in the anchor group and y'all this is a heavy heavy it's, award. it's pretty heavy isn't it? uh, but tell us more about <laughs> PR Week and why this is really significant to the anchor group. Well, PR Week is like the Bible for uh, communications, public relations, communications, and not only in America but across the country, uh, the world, really. Uh, and uh, the significance of that uh, trophy is that we were um, competing against major companies, not black companies, major companies, corporations. Uh, and, and Maya would tell you later on what some of those companies were. But, you know, they, they were uh, Procter & Gamble, you know, uh, those type of echelon companies. And, uh, you know, we were one of, we were in two categories, Trey, in the uh, public sector and also um, the... Um, best uh, uh, marketing, what was it? Uh, anyways, I'll, I'll, it'll come to me, I'm getting old. <laughs> no problem. But, but, but we, when we didn't, we were not even an honorable mention in the first award, we were kind of dejected there. We had a table, we were the only black folks there at this event. It was over a thousand people that trade, and we were the only black people there. Wow. And and so when it came to the public sector, they called out the um, honorable mention, and it was another company. And we was like, dang, you know, what are we going to do now? And then they said, and the winner is the Department of Health, Washington State Department of Health, the anchor group, and they called my name and the whole table. We stormed the we stormed the the, the stage. I yelled like I had never yelled before. You know, because this was exciting. This is the first time, you know, a black company like ours has won an award like this. You know, wow. this is a national award. Like I said, they, they call this the uh, um, Oscars for mm -hmm. public relations. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you know, I have never experienced that type of thrill before. You know, it, it was it was amazing. Trey. 
I'm telling you, I was still on cloud nine when we got back to Seattle a couple of days later. But we took the whole team down for to New York. Even though we were at one of four finalists, we just knew that we were going to win something. God was with us all the way. And, and you know, the excitement of that and seeing the team, you know, because, uh, you know, when you win something like that, even, you know, you, you might not ever get a chance to do this again. Yeah. And and just to be nominated, you know, being one of the four finalists was amazing, right? But to win that award, even, you know, when you, you, you had to be there, though, Trey, the um, black awards that were being presented and, and the winners, they were white agencies, mm-hmm. you know, or and, and not even many women-owned agencies. So it was definitely the white men toys. Yeah. Well, right? that's what this industry is. I mean, it is. and I think that that's why it's so significant that y'all won this award, but also it is a real testament to your dedication uh, to the work because this is about your work being recognized, right? Yes. Not because they were some, you know, oh, how are we going to do for, a, you know, a category right. of non-white folks? Right. This was you competing at the highest level yes. and then being able to recognize that this campaign here takes the win. Absolutely. Um, you know, so that's also a testament to your work. And when you think about all of the years that you've really poured into the anchor group, I'm sure that this is a really high marker for you, but I want to hear from you about how this resonates with you and, and some of the maybe energy that it brings back to the whole team in terms of how y'all move forward. Well, okay. Just to just go back and, and look at the history of anchor, over the years, you know, we've won awards, right? But never on this level, right? We had we won an award for our Washington State Lottery campaign when we featured downtown Freddie Brown in a campaign, marketing campaign. It was it was killing, yeah. right? But you know, uh, and that was uh, with Gaming and Wagering magazine, and you know, we don't we, we're a humble company. You know, we don't go out and you know blow our horn needlessly. When we find something that we've done well, like this type of, then we want the world to know, yeah. right? And and but you know, o- over the years, it's been a a lot of challenges, you know, dealing with uh, white agencies, dealing with white clients, uh, the you know the the clients that say they want diversity, inclusion, and equity. You know, what they really want is someone to just buy off on something, you know, they give you a deal. But we don't do that. We, you know, we've turned down more business than we've gotten because we tell them right up front, if you want to be successful in reaching black consumers, you need to do uh, uh, research just like you do for your other clients. Mm -hmm. You know, if if, uh, uh, Procter & Gamble came in here and said, hey, look, we want to do a project. We want you to reach the black consumer in the state of Washington. We said, okay, we've got to start with research first because everything we do is data-driven, right? That's that's how come this uh, uh, award was successful. We won the award, not just for the creative and things, but because we reached a ton of black people across the state mm-hmm. and, and improved the percentage by 15 percentages mm-hmm. of, of uh, the statewide and you know how many lives and hospitalizations that that saved over the course of a year? So that, you know, again, we did a campaign with Eli Lilly a few years, right before the pandemic, 
portray that we it was a national campaign. We were in 22 markets across the country mm-hmm. and they wanted the same thing, but they were promoting diabetes. They had a new diabetes solution center that they wanted to promote to the black community. We reached 16 million people. Wow. And, 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 you know, it, it wasn't that, you know, we were that great, but we had a great team. Yeah. And it takes a village. It takes more than just our team. You know, C plus C and Julie Kowal over there at uh, C plus C has been a great uh, supporter of, you know, the things that we are doing. And when we ask them that uh, to allow us to make this a black centered campaign, mm-hmm. there, there was no pushback from them or. DOH. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the people that we trained to do spokes, uh, spokespersons for DOH in the campaign were African-American also. Mm-hmm. And then we engaged the faith-based community. That was something that was new to uh, the marketing concept, not only here, but we, as we found out across the country, because in the past, they would use the, uh, the faith-based the, the, the black churches, let's just put it like yeah. that, okay, for marketing opportunities, but they didn't include them in the campaign. Mm-hmm. We initiated a contact with uh, uh, Bishop Gary Tyson at the uh, uh, GBC Northwest, the Greater Baptist Convention, and uh, uh, Pastor Ricky Willis with the uh, United Black Clergy. And they have you know, a, a congregation of an association of churches across the state mm-hmm. that we were able to tap into. And, and that helped us tremendously getting out the word because, you know, most of every Sunday, you're going to have black folks in church doing, you know, at some time or another. Right. And so we put a campaign together. We actually advertise in their programs mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, ask them if they felt good enough about what we were doing because we weren't forcing anybody to do anything right. that that if they would preach this to their congregation and to the uh, uh all of them participated and, and 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 said this was a great idea you know well this is a, a real example of what you can bring to a campaign when you're plugged into community and when you understand these avenues, right? Uh, this is why lived experience is so key in targeting specific audiences with certain messaging. And so, you know, your firm uh, really has been an example of that, uh, Larry, in your work building this team so that you can have these types of connections with like C plus C and working with others who have come in to be partners uh, is so key and valuable. As folks are out there looking for your type of services. I want to give you a second before we let Maya come on. You can look right in this camera closest to me. Let them know how they find the anchor group to catch up with you and stay connected to the work you're doing. Well, they can just uh, uh, go to our website, the T-H-E anchor G-R-P dot com. It's simple as that. And Maya spell it out and, and speak more eloquently than I do about this <laughs> stuff. But then or they can call us at 206-941-0244. And, you know, we appreciate anyone. But the main thing that we do, and, and I want to tell everybody this, companies that are interested in reaching black consumers in the state of Washington, we're here to help you. But only if you're serious. You know, we don't play games with our black folks and our community because the things that we do, 
you know, the health related, the, the, the community based uh, uh, organizations that we uh, partner with. They're, they're serious and we're serious about, you know, making this a holistic deal. And one thing, one other thing, Trey, is that black community is not a monolith. You can't reach them with just one message. You, they, you know, you break it down in targets, and that's why we do focus groups so we can determine where the advertiser or the marketing company, a populations company, can best benefit from their uh, and, re and get the return on their investment, because that's what it's all about. They, you know, oftentimes we get tricked, and they they give you a budget and they say, okay, just reach the black community. We don't care how you do it. No, we don't. We can't do that. Right. You know, because then. That when you don't get the results and you come back and say, well, that didn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. And so our campaigns work all the time. And, 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 you know, work with, we, like, we, like I said, we partnered with influencers like Converge during the town hall meeting. That was a tremendous deal. We had uh, uh, experts come in and talk about COVID and its effect on black folks. And we, again, we specialize on, on black community, but, you know, we can reach other communities because if you could do your focus groups you can, and, and your research, you can target any community that you want. Well, thank you so much, Larry, for coming on today to share the excitement of this phenomenal, prestigious award. Congratulations to you and the entire team. Well, thank you, Trey. And, and, and again, you know, it's, it, it takes a village to do this stuff. That's you right. Know, our team was the lead, but, you know, folks like you and, and, and Omari, uh, uh, and as I mentioned, Julie and the folks over at uh, DOH, they were instrumental in making this happen just as much as we were. Right. And, and so I'd say th thank you to everyone that participated in the uh, uh, campaign and especially my team who, uh, you know, their reward was going back to New York. I'm still paying that off. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Larry, it's so great to be with you today. Thanks for being here. Hey, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in. They talked to our lender and saved our home because falling on hard times does not have to mean losing your home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHAF.org. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basin wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand, several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please check them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. 
Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is a rising star I'm hearing over there at the anchor group, Maya Anderson. What's up, Maya? How are you? I'm doing well. Mm. Got okay on the drive over here, so I'm blessed and thankful for that. Right on, right on. Well, you know, it's exciting to be able to meet another person on this phenomenal team. Tell us about your title, your role, what you do at the anchor group. Uh, honestly, it's a little bit of everything. Uh, my official title is media messaging lead. So I do a lot of uh, working with media, identifying media that we want to use in our different campaigns, um, putting together those press releases that you all see out going into the community, um, really just uh, talking to folks on the ground about, you know, how we can bolster these campaigns, getting thoughts and ideas out there, uh, doing little interviews, things like that, and, and really just being um, integral to the team, bringing folks together, you know, delegating, um, getting getting everybody up to speed on things, you know, sharing my skills. <laughs> that's that's really what I'm here for is to, you know, share so that I'm not the only one who's, you know, hoarding, hoarding talent, hoarding information. Uh, it's really getting everybody to a place where uh, they can, you know, help me out as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, I got to love a Jackie of all trades. I'm, I'm here for it. You know, to be able to do a little bit of everything oftentimes for any kind of company is so integral. And so, you know, Larry was just bragging about you, right? In the, in, yes. during the commercial break, Larry's like, oh man, Maya's going to be doing this and doing that. But how has it settled with you in terms of being able to be embraced in a black company that again, uh, you're in an industry which is really white male dominated. Uh, you know, tell us about the experience that the anchor group has kind of brought into your life. Okay. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I did not expect ever to be working with a PR agency. I got my degree in communication studies with my minor in PR and journalism, but I never thought it would be possible. You know, you look online, it's like, you got to meet all these requirements. You got to have this much years of experience. And it's like, okay, this is not going to work for me. That's not possible. Um, but, you know, thanks be to God, my dad actually got connected with Larry at his computer repair shop in Burien. He was like, hey, this guy, he can, he's, he's running an agency. It's a black agency. You love this work. This is what you want to do. You need to reach out to him. And I'll, I'll be honest, again, I was scared, but I had to do it. Um, <laughs> I had to do it because uh, if I didn't, you know, take that opportunity, I'd be right where I was. And, you know, somebody um, who's kind of been in this, you know, white centric world, you know, went to a white school where I graduated, where classmates didn't even really know what racism was. Wow. <laughs> we're having conversations, uh, you know, about the basics of that. Um, it was it was a big deal for me. Uh, I didn't grow up with black friends. Um, I tried to get into groups, uh, you know, black groups at my school that didn't work out. Um, so this is really the the highlight in my life where I've been most surrounded by black people, uh, aside from my family. Um, so that's that's a really big deal for me to um, just have shared camaraderie. Um, you know, you have um, black coworkers that you get along with, but to be surrounded by an entire team, um, there's no words for that. And I always say that I, I'm working with the best team possible. Wow. I mean, you know, I I feel the same way, you know, uh, to a certain degree in, in so many things that I do, you know, coming from, you know, community organizing and working with some phenomenal organizers who really take black liberation to another level, because I think there's something so intricate about our lived experience. We don't get the opportunity to switch it off. Right. We're black no matter where we go. Right. And so there's something so unique about us being able to bring our lived 
experience to the workplace and it be accepted at a hundred percent level, right? Like you are unique and no one can define what that is, but you're with a company who's like, bring it all, right? Bring it all here. Um, and you know, I have my degree in communications too. So I understand, you know, the, the unique opportunities they're so rare and few and far between in terms of being able to be embraced by a company like that. Now, when it comes to some of the work of this, uh, amazing campaign that y'all were just awarded for with, uh, at PR week, tell us how that kind of resonated with you. It sounds like y'all were up against some, you know, pretty phenomenal campaigns with some heavy hitters. Uh, Larry said, you know a lot about those folks that, that y'all were in this category with. Uh, tell us more about those details. Um, yeah, so our campaign we consider was addressing COVID-19 vaccine hesitancy here in Washington State. Um, you know, back in, I think it was 2020, 2021, um, we noticed a significant difference between how many Black folks were vaccinated versus, you know, how many of the majority populations were vaccinated. Um, you see that, you know, we account for, I think it was like 4% of the deaths, uh, 4 or 5% of the deaths that were happening. And so that's, that's an issue that we need to solve. Uh, that's, that's not right. We know that there's, you know, a lot of misinformation, a lot of things going out there into, um, you know, social media through regular media. Um, that's just, you know, incorrect. We wanted to make sure that people were informed that, you know, the vaccine was safe, um, get their thoughts on, uh, why they were hesitant. Um, like Larry was saying, doing those focus groups, um, getting uh, real thoughts from the community, real stories from real people about why they were vaccine hesitant and what uh, led them to get the vaccine. And um, so it was really about uh, getting those folks um, integrated into this, this age of information, uh, being able to look at the data and make an informed decision. And so there were actually a few other uh, vaccine hesitancy campaigns that went out um, during the time that this campaign was rolling out. And that's who we were up against. Um, we had uh, two other government agencies who were running campaigns at the same time uh, in the best in public sector category. Mm -hmm. And then in the other uh, category that we were a finalist for, uh, best multicultural marketing, there was another government agency as well that had a COVID-19 vaccine hesitancy campaign. So it was like, okay, wow, there's a lot of competition here. Is it possible for us to win, uh, to be black and, and be the only representation for the black community at this national award and actually win. And oh my gosh, my heart soared when we heard our names called. Uh, if you look at the live stream on our Facebook page, you can hear me screaming. <laughs> and my throat was dead for the rest of that night and into the next day. Wow. It was amazing. Well, I mean, congratulations to all of the energy and effort that you brought to bring home this phenomenal award. Congratulations to you. Thank I you. know it is a huge feat. And honestly, it's it's great to know that we have a hometown hero right here uh, in Seattle doing it big for, you know, a campaign like this. And you're right. There was so much information. I think to a certain degree, the public was like really uh, inundated at some points with so much information around COVID. And it meant that there was a need to really be able to mitigate that information. I know for us here at Converge, we took on a lot of that responsibility too. So it's great to hear that the anchor group was right there uh, making it happen. And as Larry said, it definitely takes a village. How have you been able to experience that village, being a part of anchor group and the anchor group staff, um, seeing that kind of intentionality in the approach that the anchor group takes to bring home, not just 
just awards like this, but to create phenomenal campaigns like this. Um, yeah, totally. Like you said, you know, hometown hero, but it's really hometown heroes. Um, everybody who participated on this campaign, either via the anchor group, through C plus C, uh, the Department of Health um, is a phenomenal client, was especially uh, very intentional in their support and their uh, willingness and their desire, their drive to want to engage with the black community and actually make a positive difference. And that's not something you really see. Uh, with C plus C, the, the level of partnership that we had with them, collaborating, you know, on a regular basis, um, us being able to hop on calls and share our thoughts and, and be seen as equals, um, those kind of relationships are not very common in the industry, maybe not even in the industry. Um, so it was really those relationships, as well as our relationships with the community, uh, community media, um, you know, things like Converge, um, the Seattle Medium, the Z Twins. Um, we participated in so many different media um, you know, efforts. And it was, you know, through audiences like yours, through audiences, you know, through the radio, through traditional media, that we were able to get that message out there. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we have, um, we bring the community together to get that message out there. Uh, without community, we have nothing. Yeah. You can't, you can't spread, can't spread love. You can't spread information without that contact and that connection. And that's how we were able to uh, bring that campaign up to the level that it is. Mm -hmm. uh, through the faith-based relationships, we had, I think it was like over 33 different churches that participated in this uh, through two different um, organizations, uh, really uh, their support as well. Um, the pastors who directly were like, yes, let's get on board and participate in this. Uh, it was everybody uh, participating in this whole campaign leading to a success. And it's, <laughs> sometimes I get emotional thinking about it because we had, uh, an increase of 15% of the black people in Washington who actually got vaccinated through the time that this campaign was running. And you can't speak to how many lives that might have saved, how many lives may be impacted by that. That's, I, I don't have words. Yeah, that's the stuff that like, you get to go home and like, Ah, oh, you get to sit in that. that right, that's what you right. do for a living. Well, Maya, I'm so glad that you were able to come here today and give us uh, some some insight into how you really contributed to this. And thank you for being at the Anchor Group. I am glad that you called <laughs> and made that connection so that your brilliance can now be in this amazing body of staff uh, doing these amazing bodies of work. So congratulations to you as well for this thank phenomenal you. feat. And Anytime y'all have things to share, the day with Trey is here for y'all as always. So I'm so glad you could join me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. All right, y'all. I'm telling you, inspiration abounds on this episode. I'm looking forward to being able to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great episode to hear about the anchor group and this amazing award that they got nationally known and recognized for being a part of community. Y'all know I gotta give my guests a huge shout out and thank you to Larry and Maya for being here today to share this award and their excitement about being able to be recognized for their phenomenal work. I mean, 
Y'all know I'm inspired. Y'all know I'm inspired because not only are they in the same field as the things that I do, but it's great to know that we have some dedicated messengers out here who are ensuring that there are culturally responsive ways of crafting messaging so that it really does come into our community in a way that we can resonate with and we can respond to. Uh, we got to learn how to accept this. And that means that we need people on the other side crafting those messages specifically for us. I also really appreciate their approach to say, look, if you are wanting to do some work and bring messages into the black community in a real and impactful way, then you can contact them. But if you're just looking to do some checkwity work, that's right, check in a box saying, you're doing equity work, don't go to the anchor group because they're not here for that. I got to appreciate that because in this realm, uh, oftentimes it's like, well, how much money is on the table? But when you really ask folks where their integrity lies and why they're doing something, you may get an answer that may mean that you don't want to do business with them. So I love that it's not just about the budget uh, with the anchor group. And that is showcased in their approach to this specific campaign where they won this phenomenal award. We we got to celebrate our folks in our community who are doing great work like this, not only when they are recognized nationally, but when they are doing impactful work that we all get to feel. So kudos to the anchor group. And I'm so glad they were with me today. I want y'all to be inspired just as much as I was by the story Larry and Maya shared with us here today about how they brought this together in a village mentality. And you heard them both say it, right? This means that everybody has an opportunity to play a part, to change the way that we do business. That means y'all need to be a part of it. Figure out what it is that you love that can anchor you to something that creates some sustainable change in your community. Of course, for me, until tomorrow, y'all, at 11 a.m., peace. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.